Welcome to the Life in Science podcast. I am your host Arjun. Today we are joined by Dr. Victor Winter, the program coordinator of the Molecular and Cellular Biology, Neuroscience and Systems Biology major of the Masters in Molecular Biosciences in Heidelberg. He is also one of the most audience requested guests for the podcast. Welcome to the show. How are you? <laughs> uh, I'm doing uh, good, uh, Arjun. Uh, thank you very much for your uh, kind introduction and for your invitation. Also, I was quite surprised when you mentioned to me that I am I was requested. Uh, <laughs> I feel a little bit, um, yeah, surprised or maybe overwhelmed also by this idea. But uh, yeah, great that I can also be uh, a part of the podcast series. I as you know, I've listened to all the other episodes myself mm-hmm. as well, and I think it is a really nice way of um, getting also to know a little bit maybe the, the, the person behind the scientist. Um, that's also why I was a bit surprised when you asked me, since I I do re- I don't I don't think I really call myself a scientist or not not anymore maybe, but um, well we can get into that later as well. But it's it's the life in science, so it's your life. Inside, inside, yeah, okay, that yeah. that 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 is true. Yeah, I'm 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 still, I suppose, part of science. Exactly, my life is inside. Yeah, no, that's mm-hmm. yeah, you're, you're right. You're right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we are thrilled to have you join us. And to start off, what is the origin of your interest in science? Yeah. So um, when I was a little boy, um, I I so actually the first thing that I wanted to become, uh, as far as I remember, was I wanted to be an inventor. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to invent new stuff. Um, and at a certain later that changed, I think, into that I wanted to design airplanes at the same mm-hmm. <laughs> when I was in, in, in uh, like a year, around 13 years old or something like that. But at, 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 at a later stage, I, um, uh, at, 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 at high, in high school, I was really good in, in chemistry or, or quite good in chemistry and also uh, other exact sciences. And so um, I studied uh, chemistry and you could say, of course, that being a scientist or, or, or is also being an inventor, right? Mm-hmm. Because you're you're constantly trying out uh, new things. Yep. Um, although I suppose the, the the design aspect is is maybe not well. It's a little bit. There are differences in in in, in nuances in 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 the, the two descriptions, I suppose, but. Um, yeah, you could say that that for a while, uh, in in the time that I was doing uh, work in the lab, I I did my my my, my childhood dream. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's true. Yeah, that, that's nice. And uh, then, how was your journey from the undergraduate degree to your PhD, and how much of it was planned or spontaneous? Yeah. So, um, as I already mentioned, as uh, so of the. Um, um, I started uh, my degree in, in, in chemistry. Uh, this was uh, in the time, <clears throat> it was before the, the bachelor master system in, 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 uh, in Europe. So um, I did, uh, it was like one degree, which was like sort of a combination eh, of, of a bachelor and a, uh, and a master. Uh, and that was all in, in chemistry. But in the end, eh, so during the four year that the program lasted, um, I... Uh, you you gradually also um, start to work more and more individually in 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 the lab, 
and I uh, worked uh, or I did my my thesis, you could say, in the biochemistry mm -hmm. uh, lab, and it was all at uh, Utrecht University in uh, in the Netherlands, and um, the Utrecht University had a quite um, a famous uh, yeah, community of uh, lipid. Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, scientists who were working on, on, on myomembranes and, mm -hmm. and there was an institute called the Institute of Biomembranes and, and there also where I there is where I did my my, my thesis and then um, after that was finished I was actually not completely sure what I what I wanted to do but in the in the in the uh, in the group where I was working we had a lot of different collaborations and several collaborations were with uh, some groups of the biology faculty mm -hmm. and there was a molecular cellular biology uh, group there and they had a vacancy for a, a phd student and um, the professor or one of the professors there um, actually asked me if i was not willing to to do this uh, uh, to do this to, to take this position and uh, I actually, <laughs> I don't know if I, I gave it a, a lot of thought, but I actually did that. Um, mm -hmm. So in, in, in retrospect, it was maybe not the most uh, well thought through decision that I've made in my life. Um, I did uh, stay there for about five years to, to finish my, my PhD. And this period was... Um, Big, uh, quite a mixed mixed bag of oh, uh, I see. experiences okay. and mm -hmm. notions as well as uh, so there were some some highlights and there were some some definitely also some some downsides to it as well I, so the the group was quite nice it was a very large group so there were i don't know um, at least uh, 15 phd students and several group leaders and subgroups and a large um, electron microscopy units as well and so <clears throat> There was a large community and that that was was nice and we had very good contacts with all the phd students but my my topic and also my i suppose my yeah my my relationship with my direct supervisor was um okay-ish yeah? so mm -hmm. it was not bad okay. but it was also definitely not very inspiring or, mm -hmm. or, or very motivating and also in the lab i think we only had we only had PhD students, actually, so there, mm -hmm. there was not a lot of um, like like good good guidance. I see. Yeah? Mm -hmm. And I definitely would uh, encourage people to if you if you go if you go to choose a PhD position, then you, it, you have to look at a lot of different things, actually. Yeah? So you have to look mm -hmm. at the topic, you have to look at the techniques. You know what what are you actually going to do? Mm -hmm. so in, in in practical sense of the word. Um, but also if the like like the set the, the, the group structure is, is if there's a, a little bit of diversity there as well in the sense of are there senior people are there technicians mm -hmm. are there other phd students and because if you're the only phd student that's also not very nice if there are only phd students that's mm -hmm. also maybe not so nice so <clears throat> well long story short <laughs> you need to have a mixed bag of uh, yeah, mixed uh bag of people and yeah yeah, and it was, uh, uh, so I did finish it uh, in the end, um, 
Um, but uh, yeah, but maybe getting back to your original question, uh, uh, the, the 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 transfer or the, the, the from from being a, a a student to a PhD student that went relatively smooth. Okay, uh, because I just you know rolled into the next position. But in retrospect, I may I, I maybe should have looked around a little bit more. Right? Mm -hmm. So what are the other opportunities maybe there? Mm -hmm. Um, but uh, on the other hand, uh, so if I would have gone somewhere else, uh, then I would probably not have met my wife. Yeah, ah, I see. So, mm -hmm. so it is really difficult uh, to to in to say, okay, this was a bad decision, right? Because mm -hmm. um, then you also uh, miss out on yeah. Right. <laughs> Other opportunities. I would not have been here probably also mm -hmm. in Heidelberg. Mm -hmm. I see. So yeah. <laughs> that's that's quite an interesting journey. And I think you touch upon some very insightful points for our students who may or may not want to do a PhD and if you want to, what all we should keep in mind. Mm -hmm. So at what point then did you realize that being a scientist didn't really interest you? Was it something that gradually built up over your PhD or did you just have a uh, moment of clarity someday and you were like, okay, this is not for me. I need to do something else. <clears throat> no, it, I, I think it was not really a specific uh, moment. Um, mm -hmm. No, it, 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 I, I suppose it gradually built up during the PhD. And so uh, it was, I suppose, not clear at the start right, of mm -hmm. the PhD because otherwise I would not have started. Yeah, yeah of course. But um no, I, I definitely, so there was definitely a point like halfway, I think after two years that I, I really seriously considered quitting um, because I, I just, you know, didn't feel, feel very happy anymore. And, um, and I remember uh, I had um, a couple of um, discussions, of course, with, with mm. my, with my fellow PhD students, but also mm -hmm. with, um, with my supervisors, because also they saw that, that it was not maybe, um, that, um, that good for mm -hmm. me, well, not that good, but they also saw a little bit that I, that I was not, not, not happy. So that was quite good of them, I suppose. So we had a discussion about it and, and they also asked, well, but are you sure that you want to continue? And, mm -hmm. and so. So they were supportive, but 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 also you know aware of the fact that I had my my doubts, mm -hmm. um, and I suppose it had to do indeed with um, a couple of things. So, um, like working in the lab, I um, I don't so you know you know doing science is a lot of repetition as well right so you have to do an experiment and the experiment doesn't work and you have to do it again and and try something else try some other parameters and change change some stuff and then have to do it again and then you have to do it again and mm -hmm. um uh, yeah i don't know the, the i worked actually with um the model system yeast uh mm -hmm. i also there in retrospect, I don't think that that was the best or the most interesting model system for me. Okay. Um, um, yeah, and then some of the questions, the research questions that we had, I think were conceptually quite interesting. We were doing research about uh, aging and uh, the molecular basis of uh, aging. Um, 
and uh, but but also not maybe that well thought through. Mm -hmm. So there were a couple of aspects that 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 were were coming together there, and I thought, well, I I I don't want to um, continue this as an active I see. Uh, scientific okay. career. Um, and so I knew that I suppose, well, maybe halfway or, or three quarters in, in into the PhD. Um, but I did still think, okay, no, but I do want to finish it. So I, I, I yeah, I struggled on and, and, and finished it um, with a dissertation. But then it also was completely clear, okay, now, you know, I'm, I'm, mm -hmm. I'm stopping this. I'm, I'm going to do something, something else. And um, actually, during uh, this period, because um, as I already mentioned, I had uh, some some discussions with my supervisors, and one of my supervisors, he that was uh, Professor um, Ari Verklei, he was also um, quite a name in in um, in electromicroscopy of of, uh, of membranes at the time, mm -hmm. and um, he really, really nice nice guy actually. Um, he actually also told me and he also encouraged me to 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 join the editorial board of the faculty um, newspaper or the faculty mm -hmm. magazine um, because that was just starting new and there were a couple of people um, that um, that were setting up this, uh, this magazine mm -hmm. okay. and it was a month monthly magazine and and he, I suppose he he saw also that that I um, had also other interests, I suppose, mm -hmm. right? And and these 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 people that were going to set up this 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 editorial edit, editorial board, they they had been talking to different professors about you know okay how are we going to do this or what would be the topics and uh, how how should it look like and and who should join it? And then he said you you should ask or or Victor should should join you, and. Um, and since I already had been actually in the editorial board of the student paper at the chemistry department when I was a student for, I did it for five years, actually, um, mm -hmm. I thought it was a really nice idea to join this, this biology uh, magazine as well. Um, yep. And um, so th th that was one of the, one of the things that also came out of these contacts with my supervisor during my PhD um when i was in in yeah maybe in, in a little bit in doubt about about how to continue mm -hmm. okay okay so but i also find it interesting that you had the realization that being a scientist wasn't really for you halfway or three quarters of the way in how do you then stay motivated for the remainder of your phd to to finish it and for your defense and all of that, and yeah, well, that that was that that was uh, not so easy. Yeah, um, I must say it is also quite, quite some time ago. So I I did my PhD defense in two thousand four, so it's almost uh, nineteen years ago. Yeah, it was a uh, difficult um, and, and 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 stressful. Um, but yeah, it was also my day to day, just routine, right? I just went to the lab, did some experiments, mm -hmm. tried to write up stuff. And, um, and as I said, it was not, you know, it was a, it was a mixed bag. And so there were a lot of, um, 
um, nice things as well. So I had really nice colleagues and, and we got along okay. mm -hmm. well. It was a, as a, because it was this big, big lab, there was also quite a, quite a lot of social interactions, and, mm -hmm. um, like graduation parties and, you know, these kinds of things were, 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 were always there all the time. Mm -hmm. So, no, it was, <clears throat> I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm proud that I was able to, 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 to finish, to finish it uh, in the end. Mm, that's nice. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But then okay. it's time to look for, uh, for something else. Mm -hmm. So how did you then get your job of being a study coordinator for the mall bio program at Utrecht? Uh, was it a challenging job at first, considering it is something that you hadn't done before? And how did you cope with it if it was particularly stressful at start? Yeah, that's a good question. So, um, so I was finished. Huh? So, uh, and and then I yeah. So yeah, what 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 am I going to do? So I I was quite open for different things, and and since I already mentioned, so I I, I was a, a part a part of this editorial board for a while, and um, that was quite nice. So we made this magazine every month where we like for instance interviewed new group leaders as just as you are doing right now yeah, right? so i see <laughs> the, the podcast is of course like the new <laughs> a newer version but something mm -hmm. like that we 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 did back then but then on, on paper and um uh so i i actually one of the ideas was uh, uh why not do that as a living as a do, do, mm -hmm. writing uh, as a, as a living um, so I actually joined a, a magazine for the Chemistry Society um, in the Netherlands, mm -hmm. and, and I stayed there for a couple of months. Um, it was like an internship, mm -hmm. uh, and that was uh, uh, interesting and uh, quite okay. But I found it a bit, um, yeah, I don't. If it's the right word, but I found it actually a bit boring after, oh, <laughs> after <okay. laughs> these couple of months because it was a uh, like a bit of the same all the time. So I see, it's I, quite repetitive uh, after a point of time. Yeah, a bit repetitive mm. indeed. Yeah. So I said oh, this is not not it, and um, and I was uh, still actually rather regularly dropping by my old uh, research group. Um, um, because, uh, um, yeah, in the time I, I lived somewhere in, in Utrecht and I actually didn't have internet at home. So <laughs> I went back to the university, to the research group where I still, there was this computer that I still use and, and I had access to internet there and I could use, look at vacancies and, and actually one of the. Uh, people that I knew there, um, he was actually a German guy. Uh, he was uh, he did, he did this PhD actually. <laughs> this was quite funny. He did uh, in Heidelberg. No, <laughs> mm -hmm. oh, I see. Yeah. Uh, oh no no no, not in Heidelberg. In no uh, in Freiburg. Uh, yeah, but not very far from here. I do anyway. Mm -hmm. But so he um, actually came to the Netherlands, and he was actually in a job where he had to set up the master program. Because in the time it was quite new, bachelor master was relatively uh, new in Europe, and he was uh, in charge of one of the programs, which was called biomolecular sciences. Mm, I see. And um, I, I got along with him actually quite well, um, but he got a new job. 
So he moved actually to Amsterdam because he mm -hmm. was going to set up a university college uh, system in uh, in Amsterdam. And um, and he said to me, um, "Do you not want my job?" Mm -hmm. <laughs> and then I thought, "Well, uh, that's that's." That could be quite interesting, um, and also because I I had always during both my student days and also my PhD days I've been doing quite a lot of things on the side. Huh? So when I was a student, actually I was in the um, yeah um, the chemistry student society, um, which uh, was a society where run by students and they organized all kinds of stuff. They were had a beer brewing committee. Um, <laughs> so I was quite active in this group. I was also uh, part of the board for one year. And when I started my PhD, I also um, joined the PhD representatives. And so there was an institute at our dimensioned Institute of Biomembranes. And the board there also had instigated a, a PhD representative. Right? So where mm -hmm. a couple of PhDs that were like in the different research groups were like contact persons and, and speaking mm -hmm. their minds about certain topics, about mm -hmm. supervision, about no, all kinds of things. Right? Mm -hmm. And I also had done that for quite some time um, and organized the PhD student retreat. So I always have been like not like only been busy with the science itself. Maybe that's also then my fault, but um, it also, uh, I suppose, drew the attention to, to, to other skills that I was able to, to, to develop. Yeah. And, um, and that, that probably also made me suitable, I suppose, for, for, for this um, coordination position of mm -hmm. the biomolecular uh, sciences uh, master uh, program coordinator uh, job. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, and actually, I got another uh, program uh, added to that as well, which was called um, Science and Business Management. Yeah. Oh, I so see. I, mm -hmm. Bottom line, it was a lot of organizing stuff. Yeah. Yep. And I remember actually that 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 when I started with this job, uh, so one of the the differences I clearly remember is that I had indeed so many contacts with so many different people, uh, and that was so different from when I was a PhD student because then, of course, yeah, I, I had my direct direct colleagues, but that was like only more or less on the, on, the, on a social level. Yeah. And sometimes, mm -hmm. uh, you know, uh, uh, do you know, uh, or can I borrow your machine or whatever, mm -hmm. but, um, uh, in this other, in this other job, I had to deal with so many people with, with students, with, with teachers, with professors, with administrative stuff with, um, so I, in the, in the beginning, I actually kept the list, you know, with, with, with names of people and what they did because it was so mm -hmm. much I could yeah, yeah. Remember, I can imagine right? mm -hmm. um so that was uh challenging but also very nice actually because I that is probably something that I also missed maybe during my my PhD um, mm -hmm. maybe it was also because of the, the, how the, the PhD was set up but it was a um uh, very much working you know alone 
on 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 the topic yeah uh, with mm. your probably with your supervisor but yeah so this the social aspect of this job really sort of drew you and kept you interested throughout yeah yeah i suppose mm. that that was a a, a major um uh, step up indeed from from I see. for, for okay. me right this is this is mm. not like absolute truths eh? this is a mm -hmm. very, uh, yeah. i see and yeah i also see a theme that it was really uh useful for you to have done several other things while you were doing your studies to all of those skills which probably you learned over a period of time unknowingly or knowingly really mm -hmm. benefited you when it came to probably getting this job or yeah, coming up yeah. in the mind of your colleague who thought of you for this uh, yeah. job. Yeah, no, but yeah. for instance, at the the uh, uh, when I was a, a so PhD representative, uh, so I had contacts with a lot of different um, professors uh, because they were mm -hmm. in this Institute of Biomembranes. Uh, so mm -hmm. when we had discussions about supervision of PhDs and whatever. Um, and so the, I knew already quite a lot of different of these professors um, when I started with this teaching coordination job. And so that was an advantage, of course. And also because of the time in this editorial board where I also, you know, we also did uh, uh, interviews, you know, crisscross uh, around the faculty uh, and outside of the faculty sometimes. So also there I, I had already more contacts with different people and um so that that was also very useful yeah. mm -hmm. that's nice yeah so then there is a change of locations you go from utrecht to heidelberg and you do a degree in scientific management in speyer mm -hmm. considering that the program was in german and your german speaking ability limited to lectures in your schooling years how did you adapt to this challenge of not only the change in location, but also uh, the change in language for the program that you were doing. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that that's quite a, a big jump um, indeed. So it's not only a jump in, in location, but also uh, a jump uh, in, in time. Um, because, um, well, we, 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 we left to Germany uh, or, or we, we left from the Netherlands to, to, to Germany too, because my, my, my wife actually got a, a job here uh, at, at the EMBL. Mm -hmm. And um, I, um, yeah, we, we didn't want to do a long distance relationship. Uh, we, we actually just got married by the time, uh, at the time. So uh, I, I followed her to, to Germany. So I actually just, you know, I quit my job in Utrecht mm -hmm. University, which some people said was a very stupid thing to do because it was a permanent position at, um, well, I suppose one of the most uh, prestigious universities of, yep, of exactly. Europe. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, no, well, we, we also said, well, maybe it's just time for um, a new adventure. So we, we moved to Germany. Um, and then, yeah, I, I, uh, um, I looked uh, for 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 a job here in in Germany. It was not so easy at the beginning. So uh, I also um, well, I first started. Okay, let's let's. Mm, I need to speak German, right? So that that's mm -hmm. that that's uh, probably very uh, necessary. Um, so first, actually, I did a a German course. Uh, so I, I polished up my 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 school German that I had way in the past. 
Um, and uh, well, that was a quite a nice course, actually. The, some of the people that I met there, I still meet on a, a regular basis. Um, I also joined, um, there is a, there was, I suppose there is a Sprachkreis. There was mm -hmm. a, a group of people that met up every week to uh, exchange um, amongst yourself, uh, amongst themselves in, in, in German. Mm -hmm. But I also looked up uh, this website was called Sprachtendem Partner, oh, where, you, mm -hmm. where you um, team up with someone else and you offer something and they offer also something, you know. So I offered, of course, learning Dutch mm -hmm. and the other people. And I was quite surprised that there were several people that wanted to mm -hmm. learn Dutch in mm -hmm. Heidelberg, which was uh, so I had several of these uh, Sprachtendem partners, which uh, we exchanged our, our, our language uh, skills. There was actually one Sprachtendem partner I had with um, uh, an official German teacher. Actually, she was one of the teachers from the uh, German course that I did, but she was not able, <laughs> she was not interested interested in, in learning Dutch, but she was interested in uh, playing guitar. Oh, um, okay. Play the guitar. So I exchanged with her that she taught me uh, German and I taught her playing guitar. So <laughs> that's a nice deal. That was also quite <clears throat> a nice uh, exchange. Um, and then one final thing that I did actually that I started uh, writing a blog in German. Mm -hmm. um, so I had a blog for a couple of years actually where I wrote uh, about my experiences as a being a Dutch person in, in, in Germany. Uh, mm -hmm. And I <clears throat> did this every week um, at a co-working uh, place in, in, in Heidelberg, where mm -hmm. I, because I wanted to, to practice this writing also in German, right? And, and with a lot of these things, it's all about you doing, right? Yep. Uh, so I, um, uh, yeah, organized this. So these are a couple of, of, of maybe even the entry <laughs> um, points that that that, that uh, I I did to to improve my my German but this was all I suppose accelerated also by me starting this degree uh, in uh, in Speyer right? so this uh, mm -hmm. MPA so it's a public administration manage uh, not an MBA but an MPA okay uh, okay um, mm -hmm. public administration uh, so not master in public administration not in business administration but public administration mm -hmm. and uh the degrees in german called uh, wissenschaftsmanagement and um it was really nice and it was all in german uh i learned a lot uh, but <laughs> i must admit <laughs> it's also not so clear to really pinpoint what mm -hmm. um, <laughs> this is something uh that I also sometimes see with 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 students in uh, in the program here is that it is it's not always that easy to to really you know articulate um, what you have learned during a rotation, for instance, mm. or maybe during a course. Um, and also, this is also quite some years ago, and um, I must have, yeah. So the topics that are being discussed there are varied. So it starts off with, with a description of the academic ecosystem in Germany. And that was also new for me mm -hmm. because uh, the Netherlands is, of course, a neighbor of Germany, but, but uh, the system... It has its differences. 
has its differences. Yeah. So mm -hmm. one of the, I suppose, larger differences is this, this, you've got these Max Planck institutes, for instance, and the, the Helmholtz institutes and the Fraunhofer Gesellschaft. And, um, and then you've got the universities and um, now there, there were courses on how they are financed. There were, there were courses on the, the history of, of, uh, of universities in, in Germany or, or even in Europe. Uh, but we also had courses on, on quality control of education, on um, governance, on the so personnel management, uh, uh, like motivation, intrinsic, extrinsic motivation, uh, all kinds of courses. Mm -hmm. So then uh, did this degree provide an edge while applying for the study coordinator job in Heidelberg? Because you had a similar job in Utrecht before this degree so yeah how um, did, this degree, did this really help going back to your point about trying yeah, to articulate I, I, how I, this i can only imagine yes in a sense that um um you know they 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 looked for someone with uh some experience uh but um and so the, the the programs that that we are talking about uh, the neuroscience the systems biology and and molecular cellular program they are of course all in english yeah, and, and the yep. students are a very international bunch but um a lot of the things that are happening on like on the back end yeah, of mm -hmm. the, uh, is all in german and so all yep. the the contacts with almost everyone else within the university a lot of that is still in in in, in german and so it is Still, I suppose quite important for 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 most people. It, if you want a job like like I have, to speak the local language, mm -hmm. um, and I, you know, my German is definitely not flawless. It is it is you know very uh, uh, suited to to have day to day um, contact with with all, all, everyone in, in in the organization. But I do think actually, and that that's maybe more like a general takeaway is that it. It is important for yourself to to, to keep yourself in, interesting for for maybe even for other organizations. Yeah, so mm -hmm. I think it is important to to try to keep developing yourself and um, to um, try out new things. Maybe also within your current job or or maybe on the side. Um, mm -hmm. Uh, because the, the the environment is changing all the time, huh? and okay. uh, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, so that that uh, so I, I yeah, so that mm. it was it was definitely a good idea to do this to do, to do this program. Yeah. So now in Heidelberg, you're a coordinator for three majors of a large master's program. Mm -hmm. So a number of students across batches. What are the challenges that you face in this job? I suppose that it's not completely fair to compare the, the current situation to the uh, normal situation uh, because mm. um, currently I'm only working for 50% and, and um, I'm only working for 50% because of uh, I'm taking care of my newborn son for mm. half of the time and um, um, but before that uh, also there there are there were some 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 general issues uh, which are i suppose <clears throat> also in in other jobs quite common and that is um how to 
balance like the day-to-day business to the long-term um, mm-hmm. uh, plans so if you say okay i actually we want to um improve the the the, the program in its entirety mm, you can't do that in one day no and you have to think about it you have to think mm. discuss with multiple people you know about okay but but what would be better and how could we should we re- rearrange things should we and then also like implementing this as well it's that's all very complicated eh? so and and then the day-to-day business like with with currently uh, with courses that are currently going on with grades with with um, all kinds of paperwork um that is then getting in the way eh, of these more more long-term um, improvements that you would like to like to implement, perhaps. Um, and definitely at the moment, I, I have the feeling that um, that I only have time for for the day-to-day. Yeah, I'm. I hope that when I get back to full-time uh, in uh, March it will be that there will be some more time again for this mm-hmm. long-term improvement cycle okay um but there's also an advantage of organizing three different programs because i can definitely use experiences that i have with one of the programs and and, and carry it over to the other programs mm-hmm. very That's, transferable yeah definitely and of course they the, the different programs have their different setups and the, their different um, uh, still, uh, if I have something that works quite well in this other one group, I'm like, ah, I can easily copy it to the other one, or you know. So that 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 also I think is very uh, uh, useful. Huh? So, um, yeah. Mm-hmm. I see. I see. Yeah. No. I we've already had a long chat. I'm coming to the last bit of my questions. So, uh, what is then the career pro- progression in this field? And like, for example, one might imagine there is. Uh, for for a different field, it would be say a master's, a PhD, probably a postdoc, and then so on. How would it be for your situation? What is like the next step that might one think of? Careers can be very um, varied, right? So yep. you can mm-hmm. go from from different places to different places. And um, <clears throat> I, for me, like personally, so I, I, I could see myself. Uh, in in getting a, a coordinator position or for like a teaching coordinator for an entire faculty for instance oh, okay okay mm-hmm. or maybe organizing a graduate school you know mm-hmm. with, with with phds or um but um there's one thing that you so that, that i need to keep in mind and and also maybe other people as well is that uh, so I like having contacts with uh, students, or mm-hmm. students, and I do think that if you are, if you would be like climbing up, so to say, huh, or, or that can reduce the interaction that, that with the students, yeah. and mm-hmm. and that is something that people um, maybe tend to forget. So if you, for instance, become a professor, you will not be working in the lab anymore, right? And if you really like working in the lab, huh, then you probably should not become a professor huh, because you will not work in the lab anymore. Um, because you will be doing other other things that you will be managing people who work in the lab. Um, it's a little bit the um, 
did this thing called the Peter Principle. I don't know if you heard about it. Um, you will get promoted until you are in a job where you don't function anymore. Oh, okay. Uh, so you that is mm -hmm. because if you are doing good, uh, so sometimes you will get a promotion, right? So, um, but you, the 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 job where you're getting promoted into doesn't always mean that it's like the same thing that you that mm -hmm. requires the same skills also. Right? So this is, this is a little bit of a um, there has actually been some research I I, I know that that seems to. Um, prove this this principle but um it's also a little bit more of a joke of uh, mm. of course um but the uh um and so you have to 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 i suppose look for what what do you like yeah and and what and, and can you find it in in also in this in this other job where you were going into but but <clears throat> so i'm doing this now for for six years here in heidelberg university and I, i'm still uh uh, very motivated and I, I have interesting challenges and I think that are new things that I would like to implement as well and I, I actually did some, some new things this year as well the, the learning logs for the mm -hmm. uh, looking uh, forward to, to to see whether this really works or not um, but I would also be able to see you know something else in on the midterm future uh, but i don't know it, it depends okay. we'll mm. see how, how this works out um mm. but also within the university are quite a lot of different kinds of careers uh, that you can um that you can look into uh, so there is also uh yeah, as already mentioned graduate school coordination or uh, within the erasmus or in the international office so there are so many options so many available. other jobs in the university mm -hmm. well, yeah. okay okay so picture this scenario, a student is about to finish their master's in molecular biosciences and wants to pursue a career like yours, approaches you for advice, what would you tell them? Um, yeah, that is um, a good question. So, um, because I, I have been, I have talked with other students also about um, this topic and, and some people ask me, do you, uh, still need a phd mm -hmm. and um and i'm not completely sure so i do think it helped me um because um since almost everyone you will meet at university has a phd yeah? okay mm -hmm. and uh also a lot of the students that at least in our in our field so in life science and also the students that you that you have in the programs, a lot of them are want to do a PhD, and so I uh, I think that if you don't mind and if you uh, if you enjoy working in the lab, I I think that I would still probably um, suggest to do a PhD, but. Um, if you are already quite sure that you definitely don't want to work in the lab for for a long period of time and then it might be better indeed to not do a phd because um it can also be a little bit uh, overvalued 
So a master's in public administration or something like what you had done could be a good option after, say? Uh, yes, but th so the one that I did, you need work experience for. Ah, okay. So that's mm -hmm. not possible or yeah, directly after a, uh, a, mm -hmm. a master degree. I do know there are some exceptions for, uh, I know in, in Utrecht, there were some people who had a, a, a teaching coordination job without a PhD. Um, and they, I think, uh, after graduating, you know, they, they uh, still were student assistants and they helped with courses and, and, and at a certain, in this way, rolled into, into a job, uh, a job like that. But I think it will not be so easy uh, to get into okay. this, into this system uh, without a PhD. Mm -hmm. Um, in that sense, I think that getting into into other branches uh, so into 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 industry is much easier without a phd uh, um, because sometimes people say yeah but also in industry you should have phd and uh, because otherwise you will not end up at the high positions but i don't think that is that is true actually um i do think that also there you can have very good careers without a PhD yeah, because you in the four in the four years that you are working there in, in the time that the other your fellow former student uh, classmates are, are doing their PhD you can learn so much things there as well huh? yeah, outside yep. academia yep. you have a, a head start compared to the, those who are still you can of course just look for vacancies I suppose but mm -hmm. um, if you would really like to do it the way I did then I think maybe a PhD would be the best way. All right. Okay. So finally, a key part of your job involves interacting with students of diverse backgrounds with different experiences. I think it requires excellent communication skills to make students feel comfortable because they have their own uh, systems that they come from. So does this come naturally to you or is it something that you you learn something new with every interaction with every student and over the years you just get better and better at it to make a student feel comfortable and to get them in a position where they can share what their struggles in a program or their experiences what they want to probably work on etc mm -hmm. i think i i try at least to 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 listen to students uh, to i i i think they are a very valuable part of the academic community. Um, I also f feel very strongly about giving them a lot of freedom. Uh, so I, I, I really prefer to to give them as much freedom um, as um, possible. I, I, I suppose that, but that's maybe indeed more in my personality uh, that I uh, like to talk to to people and to to listen to their stories and to you know uh, maybe learn about their background where they are from uh, what they would like to do uh, help them also if they have any problems um, I am in that sense a little bit more uh, I'm not so, so much of the survival of the fittest uh, kind mm -hmm. of person uh, that that I, I'm more you know, of getting everyone across the finishing line. Uh, 
uh, because at the same time, uh, well, as you know, we have a, um, a program which have a lot of applications each year. And so we have the luxury mm -hmm. of, of being able to select um, some very promising candidates uh, all the time or in the last couple of years at least. And um, so it is maybe easier to say that 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 that, that um, try to get everyone over the finish line, mm -hmm. um, yeah. but at this at at the same time it's always you know how to com you you compare yourself always with the people that you are around right and 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 that mm -hmm. also makes it sometimes difficult for some some students uh, because they are you know you you get into a an ecosystem of of high performers right and. Uh, uh, maybe that was not what you are completely used to uh, in in your former uh, uh, university. Communication skills, I I I, uh, I I don't see it maybe that much as a I do I do see see it as as, as a strength from 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 my from me personally I suppose, but that ties in with something that I said already before. Eh? So how do you know? or how do you keep track of everything that you've learned that that's actually not not so easy and so mm -hmm. i uh i probably uh, uh have learned it indeed by having a lot of different contacts over the last couple of years that that that, mm -hmm. that is true um but that that probably already goes back to when i was a really little boy right and i had um also a lot of um, social interactions with with mm -hmm. with with my social um, activities and, and family mm -hmm. and, and etc so um yeah i try to do my best and especially during at the start of the program i, I really try to to make people feel welcome um and it doesn't happen everywhere that's what i mean so yep. mm -hmm. uh, and i i speak from uh, also from experience and uh, i do think maybe a takeaway message <laughs> from uh, from this today's episode is that that, mm. that it is just really nice for if you if you get somewhere and you're new you know that that there is someone there that that um, is open and welcomes mm -hmm. you and, and tries to help you if you if you ask mm -hmm. for help right mm -hmm. yeah no, from experience i can say that it it just makes you feel very comfortable and at home because it can sometimes be a little daunting to come from a totally different system to have someone who you can just talk to and get a nice perspective about how things work here. So yeah. just having that it, it itself makes you feel a lot more uh, adept at being able to tackle whatever challenges might come your way. Oh. Okay. Yep. Thank you, I guess, for that. Yeah. Yeah, uh, you're welcome. Uh, it's also something that I really like to do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. So, well, that's the end of our chat. And I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. And I'm sure that our listeners will finally be happy to listen to their uh, most requested guest <laughs> for the podcast. <laughs> oh, stop your embarrassing. I'm getting red, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I thank you, Arjun. It was really nice talking to you about these things. I think that, mm -hmm. that there are some of these topics that you can chat much more about, yeah, uh, but maybe mm -hmm. uh, we do that another time. Mm -hmm.